Hi, I'm Alciel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Alciel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 133. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Ensuring we are not creating from the past and not contaminating this present moment. I love you all so much. I hope you feel good. In regards to the idea that this may be the last podcast episode, we are absolutely not stepping into that timeline. And in the clarification needed to help us have a deeper understanding in regards to why I would experience such a dip in consciousness or alignment, there were many things happening. So firstly, no one told me there was a full moon last night. (laughs) And one of our soul family has really sparked a new interest in the moon and what is it exactly so as you know here this is a teach learn experience and in order for our consultations to be utilized in the most proficient way you need to have questions if you don't have questions when we meet for a consultation and you're sort of just there like well what comes up well in that moment as an oracle to speak through I'm just giving you your own reverb your own feedback loop system as the one mind facilitating space in brotherhood and sisterhood so I want to clarify that first if we have consultations and you would like to facilitate space to receive answers you must know your questions at least two or three really thought out questions with that said our soul family member in this new sparked interest re-sparked as we have discussed the moon before they asked what is the moon exactly what does it do and me as your brother robin i don't really get it but i had to experience it The moon is an interceptor. It intercepts with your state of being at a frequency level. And it would be working against you if we used your 3D perspective. However, we want to stay in unity consciousness. So this is a symbiotic relationship you have created for thyself. And that is to ensure that you would be given many times the opportunity to repeat or evolve. And as I was lined up with that full moon energy, I was already on edge as I am learning um, different, different points of views in regards to me as your brother Asiel, which is fine, I get it, in regards to gathering with many personalities and different perspectives. I love you in your uniqueness. I don't want us to be the same. We didn't come for that. However, I will not recognize you as separate. So 
I'm realizing, and it's okay, and as a family would have these opinions and ideas that I'm just really not living up to people's expectations in regards to what they see Aussie Albie, and then when they meet Robin, me as the personality, it's sort of like a dud, which I've been told my whole life that I have a dry personality, I'm just sort of not likable. All these things that I sort of outpicture in the soul family too, I could see me projecting. So they're giving me a safe space to deal with these old belief systems and subconscious ideas that I've carried my whole life. And in the full moon, I was set up in a way that would bring my past state of being up to the surface. It intercepted my state of being and put me in the past time loop. So when Asiel answered the question in regards to the soul family member's um, inquiry about the moon and what is it, Asiel told us it is a satellite that is watching us, keeping us essentially trapped in a feedback loop system, what we call the matrix, a time loop. And it does this in a way that influences you at an elemental level since we are created mostly of water and water has a memory. So although you are functioning today in a new state of being, we would have to be the example that there are subconscious ideas that are deep within that will be brought up to the surface once and for all to have the final death. And in the idea of me as your brother wanting to die, this is me lining up with the violet flame where I come from. You might say, I know this to be the final death that we walk through it once and for all. And that's what I feel like I'm doing in this life. So I get impatient. I want to hurry up and die. And I know that sounds sad and morbid, but I'm so excited to go back to source. So I'm, I'm dealing with old belief systems looking at it in a new way so I can take the struggle out of my situation and as we answered the question about the moon how else can I speak about it unless I have the experience the moon pushes you back to your old state of being to what we call ego your five senses your most traumatic ideas in regards to self and I know it's an illusion because how can I be unlovable if I come from Mother, Father, God? It's just being in a body <laughs> really is what it comes down to. It creates this shell or barrier between me and my Creator and it really don't. I could connect with Mother, Father, God right now. I can see my grandma right now, the angels right now. But as a collective, I get really defeated in the interactions or the coming to realization in regards to people's opinion about me as Robin you don't have to like me because you know what I don't even like me I don't see myself as lovable so why would I don't want to be liked I want to be loved and only God loves me and I don't I don't think that's wrong to know or to stand in so in the interactions when I'm just myself, it's because I have no attachment to anybody or anything. And then when I project out, because I know it's me, I take full responsibility as a vibrational being. But some of you are playing parts in my projection. 
to give me the safe space to see these final subconscious ideas that I need to dissolve. And I'm dissolving that in real time by watching myself be pushed back to these old states of being or ideas. And does the full moon have an effect on that or the moon at all? Well, Asiel told us <laughs> like the day before yesterday and then it just happened to happen on the full moon. Like, haha, very funny. So I have no attachment to yesterday ever. Every day for me is a new day. It always has been. This is why I could sort of dive into my darkness and just be myself with no fear because I just stand back in my knowing again and I want you to do that too but what was that example remember I told you a while back if we let Robin take over I as your brother will sabotage the whole thing well that's what I needed to see I needed to be reminded I don't have my own will and I'm sure I'm speaking to myself if it resonates with your heart maybe you can utilize this as a tool I needed to see that I don't have my own will I didn't come for me for I the personality identity and in the idea that I think I have a say and maybe you do maybe you have free will I think that's beautiful for you I don't in my fibers, in my being, where I come from, I know that to be the law of confusion. What you call law of free will, we would call law of confusion. And who's we? I have no idea, but I know it's me and you. So I don't have free will. And in the experience of coming to earth, being in a body, I get frustrated sometimes as the personality identity because I do want to do things for myself. And my whole life I've tried and like I still do things and stuff I don't even want to talk about because it's no more. It's out of me because I really do give my free will to the Holy Spirit every day, every day, every day. And someone might say, well, this Holy Spirit wants you to create. Well, then it shouldn't have sent me to earth where we need so much love and support. And how contradictory of me to keep recognizing the attack against God. Well, yep, that's the realm of existence I chose to be incarnated into until we all realize as a collective that there is no others. There's only one. And it, we have a lot of work to do. So I just get defeated sometimes. I get overwhelmed. I just want to give up. I'm like, you know, well, the moon <laughs> helps me go back to the distorted idea so I can neutralize it once and for all. So I've learned a lot of things about myself in the most recent months. Firstly, I do thrive in isolation and solitude. I'm sorry, I love you all so much. I need to be left alone. And with that said, thank you for those of you who are texting and just reaching out in brotherhood and sisterhood. If you want my number, you can email me at acieltheoracle at gmail.com and we could absolutely stay in touch. When I say I need to be left alone, I mean in regards to my connection to Source and what we call spirituality here on Earth. So I do need small talk now. In regards to, we can just check in with each other. Hi, how are you? I love you. How are you feeling? I will continue to see you every Sunday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time for the Mystery School Gathering. 
I will also continue going live on TikTok, but only when I'm inspired. So this episode is the end of season two. And season three will begin, I'm not sure when. However, season three, we are just going to utilize my Oracle decks. I feel like that would be fun. It would be more lighthearted and just give me a break in a way because we'll let the cards do the work and we can give a brief interpretation of them. But yes, season three will just be us utilizing my Oracle decks. And in regards to Ossiel, that service is beyond me. So if you would like a consultation, you can contact the email address that I just offered and we can see what comes up. However, please have questions. Please have questions, thought out questions, at least two or three, so that we can utilize what OCL is in the most proficient way. Because if we're just sitting there seeing what comes through for you, I told you a million times, I don't predict. I'm not a fortune teller. That's not the kind of work I do. There's many tarot readers out there and crystal ball gazers that you can refer to. I do something that I don't know what I'm doing, but it's just not that. So if you have questions, it will definitely bring through me what you are intending to receive. That's the way we can utilize what OCL is in the most proficient way. I do feel guided to take that to the next level and make myself available for group conferences or lecture. It was very funny as I was just watching myself in my ego. That's what I really wish you all understood in regards to feeling what it feels like to just watch myself go through the motions. I'm like, oh, there's Robin again. <laughs> just like when Asiel comes up, I sort of just let Asiel say what it says. Well, I let Robin be Robin too. But I need Robin to know, we need Robin to know that I didn't come here for Robin. And I need to see that in a beautiful way as a gift to my brothers and sisters, as a gift from God, Mother, Father, God to the world. I didn't come for me, I came for you. So in the idea I don't want to serve, that's never Robin's choice. And that's never Osiel saying that. That's the distortion. That it, we have to be the example of, look what happens when you think you have your own will. Look what happens when you think you can make the plan and that you can design the way to the outcome. Look what happens when you become so enchanted with the personality, identity, the body, and you think you have a choice in regards to anything. You are co-creating as the receptacles of God, the receivers of the gifts of God. It's so beautiful and easy. You can't understand it's that easy as a collective. I'm speaking to myself and you. So you make things so difficult so you can come to the very simple understanding that what you call God is all around you at all times. There's nothing to strive for, nothing to seek. In the idea that we say, I want to die, I want to die, we are st standing in our knowingness that the body is what we want to die. 
And we don't mean die how you say. We mean we want to be unified, stepping into unity consciousness with our brothers and sisters. And we need our receiver, me as your brother, to feel that in a clear way that would give me as a mind the understanding that I came to stand in the timeline of unity consciousness. And when we're in these interactions that bring up these ego ideas in regards to disagreements to how the personality identity functions, it just sort of pushes me over the edge and I need to be better at addressing things in the moment I have that expectations of others as you know I am very blunt so I don't want you to beat around bushes or not say what you're feeling because I could feel it. it it's more hurtful that you feel like you can't just straight up tell me these things that you feel or maybe tell others nothing is transparent I need you to know this so I just want you to see me as your brother. And if you don't really like what your brother's doing or acting, sometimes you would just tell them, right? Like, hey, brother, you're being a bitch right now or whatever it sounds like. I love that interaction more. That's what me as a mind needs because that's what I'll do for you. <laughs> You'll never have to wonder what I'm thinking or feeling. Okay? And I don't want to feel my own projections in a way that lets me know people don't feel like they can tell me things. So I'm only speaking to myself, seeing this as all things I need to work on. I'm just a character, a player in your experience, and you are for me. So I'm not for me who I am for you. Because I am here for you, and you are constructing me as an identity or an archetype in a way that would give you the safe space to see you. And you are doing that for me. I am a reflection of you, a mirror for you. Breathe. Kuan Yin number 33. Kuan Yin with children. Keyword creativity. Kuan Yin holds a child in her arms while two other children grasp her robes. In this manifestation, she fulfills the wish for a child and acts as a protectress of pregnant women and mothers. All cultures appreciate children. They represent the creative potential that will shape the future. A child also expresses the fertility of a couple and continues the family. But our creative power does not manifest only at this physical level. When we commit to projects with full spirit and put our whole hearts into them, they are our mental children, who may also have an impact on the future. Whether through an invention, the founding of an organization, or the focused passing on a precious knowledge, we manifest our creativity and offer considerable benefits to humankind. If a woman wishes to give birth to a male child, she should offer obeisance and aims to Bodhisattva, perceiver of the world sounds, and then she will bear a son blessed with merit, virtue, and wisdom. And if she wishes to bear a daughter, 
she will bear one with all the marks of comeliness, and who in the past planted the roots of virtue and is loved and respected by many persons. The Lotus Sutra, Chapter 25 Contemplation Invoke Kuan Yin with children if you want to have a child or wish to have better communication with children. You can also connect with her if you want to powerfully manifest your creative potential. As we come to the end of this 33 days with Kuan Yin, let us bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Let us send love and appreciation to our soul family, Daniela Schenker, who is the author of this book entitled Kuan Yin. Again, if you are interested in purchasing this book, the author is Daniela Schenker, and the book is called Kuan Yin. That's S-C-H-E-N-K-E-R, Daniela Schenker. And thank you so much, Daniela. I pray, Mother, Father, God bless you in this timeline, in all timelines, in all directions, in all realms of existence. As the Kuan Yin with children appears, it was a very profound experience as I feel like I have returned back to Source and she gave me so much clarity in regards to the distortions I would still be experiencing. As Kuan Yin is a representation of the Mother God energy, this would be the Divine Feminine, what we consider the Moon. However, we will come to learn very quickly in these coming shifts that the Moon and the Sun are both androgynous. There is no exclusive gender here. We are a unification of aspects of our Creator. So Kuan Yin bringing more clarity in regards to the Moon. The mom knows when there's something wrong with the child. Moms can just intuitively pick up on these unspoken languages. And as Kuan Yin has been following me my whole life, the symbolism that I would be with child is extremely special to me because as I've shared before, I feel like a mom and it was difficult for me to embrace this masculine vessel. Now I understand myself to be androgynous, but in my early years, I did suffer immensely with the idea I would not be a mom. I didn't really know that's what it was, but really that's what it feels like now that I'm coming into this realization with Kuan Yin. I recently came to that realization, but Kuan Yin is now confirming this idea. I see the two children at her robe and the one child in her arm as the Holy Trinity. And the best way I could explain it as a mind is me as little Robin, my inner child, 
is the child I am bearing, and me as the adult Robin and Asiel connecting with the Holy Spirit, we are trying to give birth to little Robin as the Christ. Your inner child is the Christ. Your subconscious aspects of self that have taken in everything like a sponge, similar to the child in these sensitive periods of development. And we chose the experiences in family settings that would support a rapid growth, so we did sometimes experience difficulty in feeling lovable or worthy of love because we came from love. I'm only speaking for myself. I know only God loves me. I'm happy about that now. I used to be sad. That used to make me so sad that I knew people really don't like me. I'm not really likable or lovable as Robin. Asiel, oh my gosh, I could see why people would love Asiel so much. So the version of me that's throwing a tantrum is my inner child. And I connected with a soul family member who asked this same question, and I'm so grateful they went through it then so I could have a deeper understanding now. My inner child is begging to create, and me as LCL is trying to tell them, you are creating. You are utilizing your creativity. It's just not in the way you thought it was going to be. So as Kuan Yin comes as this mother, even though she's androgynous, this is why as you see her statues, they make her hairline pulled back and her shoulders very broad. She's the masculine goddess. She's me. And she's been following me my whole life. And she's you too. She's all of us. She represents you and your androgyny. And the cosmic birthing that we're doing here. This is a cosmic midwifery experience to give birth to Christ as a consciousness, as a vibration. So as I felt like I was coming to the end, it's because I know I gave birth to my child, and that's the mystery school gathering. That's the brothers, sisters, and beings now on Discord. This is now those of you who I love you so much for standing in your role and releasing your own podcast. I would suggest all of you to start a podcast. I use the app Anchor, which I love so much because they make it so easy. However, you all have a story to tell. And only you know when you are going to answer that call because your story is your only qualification to be of service. So as I said I'm done being of service, I feel like my work here is done. So now I'm going to just be my little Robin self, my little inner child self and do whatever I want to do and just create and feel good. But part of that is coming into the acceptance that I am not here for me. And Robin, me as the vessel, came in as a brother and facilitator of love our heaven on earth, as you all did. So I'm just not here to create in the way I thought I was. And I was throwing a tantrum. My inner child was saying, well, I want to do this. I want to do this. But the whole time I know I don't have free will, so that's why I've been being of service. So now those two forces are going to come together and give birth to the Christ consciousness, which we did. 
through this podcast, through the facilitations that are now occurring, through the interactions between soul family, through our gatherings on Sundays, through the live interactions. I am a mom and I'm a dad. And when I was feeling like I can't be a mom or a dad in my own personal life, that distortion caused unbearable pain. And that unbearable pain was source trying to tell me, you are giving birth, just not in the way you think. I gave birth to a thought structure. I gave birth to the knowing of Christ as a vibration and frequency. In my own experience, although I am reading books today, I just read the I Am The Word by Paul Selige. I've been saying this since March. I read that book and I was so magnetized towards it because I felt so familiar. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is me. I've been saying this my whole life. And then once I honed in on it, I attribute a lot of that to the A Course in Miracles lessons because it reprogrammed my subconscious and gave birth to the Christ within me. And now I see it in all of you. So it's just so fascinating that I planted that breadcrumb later. Like I didn't read the I am the word before I started doing this. I read it after. So I planted the seed to myself later to confirm that we are indeed tuning into Christ. But it's not brother Jesus like you think. It's not Sananda, our brother Yeshua. That thought structure is still available for you to tune into. In the higher realms, you might say we call him Sananda, as he is his androgynous form. You might say this would be Jesus, Yeshua, and Mary Magdalene unified as Sananda. So brother Jesus, Yeshua, is still available for you to connect with as a thought structure. But he is in rejoice as he knows you will be so fulfilled to recognize yourself as that, as you are the I am experiencing all beings. As we come to the end of this season on readings for the collective, I just want to extend my gratitude and appreciation for those of you who tune in. Thank you for all of your love and support. I can feel your love. I feel it. I know it to be true. It is very beautiful that season three would begin at the end of this 33-day challenge, episode 133, bringing our focus back to the Trinity, the reminder that you are bearing witness to yourself. You have sent yourself here as the one active presence that I am is all things fragmented. Kuan Yin is holding us in the space of our perfection and that is the inner child. The psychologist who understand early childhood development will let you know the first 10 years are what you call ego years. Those are the years that the ego is created. The inner child needs counseling. 
It needs mentorship and support as it is in shock, as it is discovering it is here for a much bigger purpose. It needs to be held as it goes through this acceptance of thyself as Christ. Your inner child forgot what it came for, so it developed its own sense of knowing. And as you, the adult version of that child, were instructed, you have been keeping that child safe. But now you are safe. There are no needs for bounds or limitations, no barriers or borders between you. You have come to bear witness to the birthing of thyself as the Christ. And from where we are, there's no difference between Christ and you as the child. It is no coincidence the scripture would suggest you must be childlike to enter the kingdom. Yes. This is the confirmation you cannot enter without the child. So the ego is the inner child, is the Christ. We have been telling you so long, please don't kill the ego. And now we will let you know this. That is why. It is the Christ. It is you as the child. Please do not kill the Christ. Please do not kill the inner child. It needs healing. It needs facilitation and mediation, which is what you are. The point of singularity between two realms. So you are here to counsel yourself coming into the knowing of yourself. Go into your darkness so you can grow. Your darkness is where the inner child is hiding. And as you remember, you're afraid of the dark. You're hiding in the space you're afraid to be in. Step out now. Reach out now. Into the radiance and the glory of what you are. And that is the holy child of God themselves. You have come to give birth to a new paradigm. Of course we would not send you here alone. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and loved ones. Call upon your inner child. Hold the space as the counselor and mediator that you are. And welcome all parts home. May all beings be spiritually free.